Good evening and welcome to Oklahoma Ghost Stories. I am your host, Brad Heath. It's been a little while since we've had a podcast go up, but we wanted to jump in tonight. We've got a a special show for you as I recap a reading that my wife and I had with one Crystal Miles, a intuitive medium here in Oklahoma, and it was a fantastic experience, and we're going to get into that and get a little personal with it. But I wanted to remind everyone that you can find some of the older podcasts on Spotify. You can find them on Apple. Of course, they're on iTunes. Anywhere you find your podcasts, you'll be able to get them. And of course, they're right here on Anchor where we do these recordings. But I want to mention our sponsor tonight, Bent Wrench Media. They are a production company here in Oklahoma. They can provide you with anything from a commercial for your local business to a music video for you budding artists out there. If you're interested, find them on Facebook. Uh, Their prices are very reasonable, and they will be able to take care of you and get you noticed and get some traffic to your front door. Uh, We've got a big announcement coming up. We're going to put out a schedule of events that we are going to have on this podcast right here on Oklahoma Ghost Stories. We're going to try and catch up with Mindy Toutfest of the Oklahoma MUFON chapter here in Oklahoma to find out the latest and greatest on what's been going on with uh, the UFO activity. And are we getting closer to a uh, government coming forward and saying, yeah, they are here, they are among us, and we got to live with it. So I don't know, we'll we'll see about that. Plus, we're going to catch you up on all the Bigfoot sightings, of course, the UFO activity, like I mentioned, haunted Oklahoma, a look at some of the places making headlines around Oklahoma, and I can tell you, I was part of a group that went and investigated the Military History Center and Museum in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, and that was something. And we'll have to do a show on that one as well. I uh, want to thank everybody. We're, we're getting close to 7,000 followers here on Facebook, and that is fantastic. We seem to get two or three new ones every day. So if you would, share uh, some of the old podcasts. Share this new one. This is going to be a great one, guys. I'm telling you, Crystal Miles was amazing. Uh, she was one of our more popular shows that we did in 2020. And my wife and I wanted to experience it for ourselves, so we had a a reading done in 2021, and I took some very studious notes, and I've periodically gone back to look and see some of the details and things that uh, Crystal was able to share with us. And man, oh man, to my surprise, uh, there are a lot of things that down the road uh, definitely made more sense than in the moment. Trust me, there were several things in the moment that made a lot of sense. But as we got to looking through the notes and bouncing things off of one another in our own time, it became uh, pretty obvious that Crystal has a very special gift. You can visit her website, Crystal, and it's spelled C-H-R-I-S-T-E-L, Miles, M-I-L-E-S, crystalmiles.com. And you can set up an appointment. She's got her rates on there. They're extremely reasonable. Money well spent. You'll enjoy it if you've recently lost a loved one or you want to try and reach out and see if you can connect 
with someone who has gone to the other side. Uh, obviously, you know, there's a lot of pain involved in those things, and Crystal can certainly uh, help you with that. Now, she's not guaranteed um, who you're going to get, but I can tell you from personal experience, it's very, very interesting. Again, thank you tonight to Bent Wrench Media for being our sponsor. Find them on Facebook, Bent Wrench Media, and uh, check out what they have going on. So let's jump right into this. Uh, Crystal Miles, crystalmiles.com. She's an intuitive medium. And my wife and I wanted to experience this for ourselves because you've seen the TV shows, you've read the books, the articles, uh, you've seen it done, you've heard it done on the radio. If you ever listen to Coast to Coast, uh, sometimes they'll have a medium on uh, who will do live readings on air. But we wanted to experience it for ourselves and we wanted to do it together. Now, you do have the option of doing it by yourself, which I think is what we're going to do next, but... It was definitely interesting to sit with Crystal and uh, watch her work with her spirit guides and our spirit guides and how this all came together. Now, the first thing that she brought up, and I kind of labeled everything who we thought she was referring to, whether it was my side or my wife's side. The first thing she brought up was uh, one of us being a blonde-headed child growing up now to my knowledge she's never seen a photo of us and certainly didn't didn't send one to her of course you can get on facebook but we don't have baby photos up there um but my wife was born uh that way she had blonde hair and uh so that was an interesting little just quick connection and these little ones kind of came you know at first but boy, did she finish strong, and there's a lot of stuff we're going to get into, and I'm going to do my best to keep us, keep us around 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes tonight, so uh, this will be a quick one. But uh, Crystal Miles did a great job. She sat down with us. Uh, we did this over the phone on a Zoom call, which was interesting. Uh, I'd love to do one in person one day, but uh, we did it over the phone. It was great. She brought up one of us being a blonde-haired child. Um, when we were born, that was my wife. She also brought up um, books, and if I was um, completing a book or, or work, and I'm a writer by trade, it's what I do, and I also write um, books and, and you know movie scripts and screenplays and different things, and the message to that was, Someone on the other side wanted me to continue to put in the work, which is interesting because I love getting them started, and that's the easy part. And then somewhere around the middle, I tend to slow down a little bit, and I put it off, and I start a new one, and then I have to buckle down and get them finished. And so it was interesting that the quote was, put in the work uh, with, the, with the books. We thought that was very, uh, very interesting. She brought up... Um, an object in our kitchen and like most people uh, you know you you collect um, different things over the years people pass and things are handed down and one of the things that we do have in our kitchen is uh, a blue and white uh, pitcher not a picture but a pitcher like you pour out of and uh, that was brought up so that object Crystal said as validation that a family member who was either attached to that or knows that we have that was trying to think of something that 
uh, we would connect. And uh, that was obviously one. And it's interesting because the kitchen comes up later on, and we'll get to we'll get to that as well. Um, just a little background, real quick. Both of us ha- have lost um, parents. Um, my wife has lost both of her parents. I've lost my father. We've both lost uh, grandparents, and uh, my uh, wife has also lost a brother. So. Um, we knew that there were, you know, a lot of people on the other side. If, if they wanted to connect, they certainly had that opportunity. But she did bring up someone who, and again, what what Crystal, she she did a really good job of explaining it. But she gets pictures, right? Pictures and stories is what she gets in her mind's eye, and she tries to convey that to us, and we need to try and understand what that picture means and connect the dots that way and that's why i'm saying it's always good to take notes and then down the road you're going to look back on your notes and you're going to go oh i get it okay i see that and this one though was almost immediate Uh, she was seeing someone like queen elizabeth and you know a lot you know shopping and the hair and the whole thing and my wife's grandmother uh, was exactly that um, she recently uh, passed I say recent I think three years ago and uh, that was her um, she never left the house without the hair done and the makeup and the dress and you know she was always always ready um, looking good if she was going to go go out and and had that kind of status about her you know when she would walk around it was um, kind of the queen of the house, so to speak. So that was very, uh, very interesting. Um, one that uh, came up that was that was a little off for us, and I'm still I'm still working on this one. But um, there was a connection to a to a Jamie or a, or, or a J name in California. Um, that one I'm not sure of yet. Now I was born in California, I lived there for many years. And uh, that one we're still trying to trying to figure out. There could be a family connection there as well because I did have some relatives who, after World War II, did make their way out to uh, California. So that's one that we're still we're still piecing together, but it's a good one. Um, and then that one was followed up with one about someone showing her like a big nose, like I have a big nose and a good sense of humor. And what was interesting about that is that my wife immediately thought of her brother who has passed and and, uh, constantly complained to her when they were growing up that he had a big nose, Um, which is great because, you know, when you're that close to a sibling, um, that's what you do, right? You you complain to them about what you have going on in life, not your parents. You tell your, your siblings. And uh, it was interesting because she also brought up the giving of flowers and celebrating a birthday or death anniversary. And, of course, my wife does that um, on her brother's grave. Uh, She will celebrate uh, his birthday uh, and give flowers, you know, leave flowers there at the grave site. And he wanted to acknowledge the flowers but what's funny is that an uh, image of a witch came up at that point, 
And that's exactly him. Like he would, he would say, "Hey, thanks for the flowers, witch," um, and not the other word. It was a W. Trust me. Uh, but um, that was her brother, and that was something that he would probably say because uh, you know she's spending her time at his uh, graveside and leaving the flowers, and he wanted to acknowledge that as a as a thank you, so to speak. But then he threw in that little extra jab, you know, right there at the end. And that's that sense of humor that she was talking about when she first got started. Uh, She brought up uh, a woman being religious. And I wrote down both grandmas because the grandmother on on my father's side and the grandmother on her father's side, the the queen, so to speak, um, were both religious individuals. And... So that, that made sense uh, to us. We could connect that one to them. Uh, something it, that immediately came through right after that, because she had the uh, moment with her brother talking about his nose and kind of jabbing her a little bit. Uh, he brought up uh, singing artist Michael Jackson. And, of course, we're uh, the, the way she did that was um, she saw the ABCs and the 123s, which as you know, was a Michael Jackson song. And so we equated that to Michael Jackson. The interesting part about that, of course, we're, we're generation Xers. So we grew up born in the seventies, grew up in the eighties. Um, they would, uh, sing his songs when they were growing up, when they were little kids. And so they would put on the uh, album or the cassette tape and they would, uh, sing along to his music. And that was a memory that she had, uh, with her brother. So that was, that was really good there. Um, next was, and this for all of you animal lovers out there, this is one that I think will, will warm your heart because we all get, uh, really attached to our pets, uh, whether it's a a dog or a cat or, you know, whatever, a hamster or whatever it is, uh, people get attached to their pets. And when I was, uh, growing up, you know, we, we typically had a, had an animal or two, and um, one of the uh, dogs that we had, that my dad had, uh, I was older in high school, and I was getting ready to leave for the Air Force, and one of the dogs, uh, his name was Bino, and uh, she mentioned that she's seeing a dog with an ear folded over. Well, Bino was a boxer, and if you know anything about boxers, they tend to get their ears clipped and their tails clipped, and uh, their ears are kind of pointy. And uh, the the vet that did his ears um, did them, but said, you know, this one's never going to stand up. He had one that just kind of flopped forward. And so it was always interesting because if he got excited, he could stand it up, but if he was just walking around, uh, or just uh, relaxing or whatever, that ear would be folded over. And that's exactly what she saw was that ear folded over. And, and uh, he was a very special dog to our family, special dog to me. He was there when I uh, left for the Air Force. He was there when I got back from the Air Force. And so it was great to see uh, that pets were you know, on the other side and coming through and, and uh, waiting for us to return home one day. So that was that was really, really good. One of the more personal items that uh, we debated as to whether or not we should bring up on the show, but you know, I want to do it. I, I appreciate what you guys do uh, as far as being listeners and being engaged into the program. 
And a few years ago, uh, we, we have, we have uh, three kids together, and our middle child, our son, was actually a twin. And during the pregnancy, one was lost. And so um, our son, who's now in his 20s, um, survived, obviously, and, but we lost the twin. And so she acknowledged or uh, showed us, or, or she was seeing a rain, uh, Crystal was seeing a rainbow, which means that a child has crossed, and uh, wanted to acknowledge um, that, uh, that that storm has passed, right? Um, she even mentioned uh, it could be a miscarriage, you know, something of that nature. Maybe, maybe someone didn't survive the birth, but it was a miscarriage. Uh, she was spot on there. And it was a lost twin, and she said, and this was a very emotional part, um, you know, especially for my wife, you know, us men, you know, we, we, we try to understand it, but we, we, we can't because we don't physically carry the uh, child, obviously. But um, she acknowledged that there was a lost twin. We had, we had never brought that up. There was no way of anyone knowing that. And that uh, the twin says hello and that his soul did his job to make sure that all was well with his brother, which I thought was very interesting. Like, you know, that soul went through the process to make sure that the other soul could could survive. And I thought that was very touching and very, very fitting um, definition of what took place. Uh, she also said that uh, he stays with the family a lot um, and that he is kind of overseeing our our son, his his brother, uh, through this life, which I thought was very uh, touching. And in fact, um, we wanted to uh, do something at that point. You know, we had, we had had a, a family uh, discussion about it, and, and we did uh, end up uh, giving him an earth name, an earthly name, uh, even though he's not here with us uh, in the physical world. Uh, we know that in the spiritual world, he's on the other side, and we will be reunited uh, one of those days, which is great, which is which is fantastic, and we love we love hearing that. Um, so that was a very emotional piece. Um, she brought up an E name, and she was asking me about this, and saw the letter E, and is there an E name? And there is. There is a name that has been passed down through my family uh, that I also carry in my name, and... Uh, she said she was seeing, you know, a flag, but not the U.S. flag. It was a flag waving, but it was wasn't the United States flag, which is also interesting because I know from research uh, a lot of my family came from Scotland, Ireland, uh, Norway, um, Wales, and England, and so that that did make sense. But if you if you do any family history, any family research. Uh, you'll find that you know every generation you go back, it doubles the number of people it takes to create you. And so once you get to like your third great grandfathers, if you're my age, if you're you know in your 40s, um, then you probably have 32 great grandfathers, great 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 grandfathers. And uh, I've been able to do the research and to find 
nearly all 32. And so far, the only one um, that then this this goes back to Civil War time. Uh, the only one that was a Union soldier was my namesake, uh, Jesse Heath. And the others were all Southern Confederates. So uh, we thought it was interesting that, that there was another flag, but not the U.S. But, you know, I feel very, very uh, connected to my ancestors, not just that generation, but generations before and generations after. And I've done extensive research on my family. And I can tell you that uh, I value what they did before me, um, whether it was serving in the military, which I have a long list of people who did that, all the way to uh, what they accomplished in life while they were here. So uh, she wanted to acknowledge that, and I thought that was a a nice touch because I definitely uh, spend time acknowledging my ancestors. Uh, One of the things she brought up again was was, uh, balloons or a bundle of balloons, which is interesting because that is something that uh, my wife and her uh, sister-in-law and their family, something that they love to do uh, is to release balloons in honor of those who have passed. And it was funny because um, there were people, and I say people, um, more than one, who were acknowledging, like thanking them, thanking her for that gesture. And Crystal's message there from the other side was that you know, your love doesn't die. Their love doesn't die. It, it carries on. It moves forward. So just because they're no longer here with us doesn't mean that that love is gone or lost. It's still there. It still exists. Um, so, and it was it, it was funny too because I never really cared to, to, to do the balloon releases. Like I just, you know, I've worked in aviation. I always see like balloons getting sucked into turbines and planes going down or something so so i don't i don't really care for the balloon release i understand its purpose and support them and and uh their efforts uh and it, and it's obviously appreciated on the other side i just i'm not a fan and she brought that up which was kind of funny because um anyone who knows me who has passed would know that that's something that i would be like eh you know balloons okay well you know i don't know how that shows um that we still love them, but okay, you want to do balloons, go do balloons. So that was kind of funny that that was brought up. Uh, back to the writing part. Um, she asked about a desk lamp. Saw a desk lamp uh, sitting on on a desk, and I do have uh, two desks, actually, and both have, have lamps on them. And um, she said that uh, uh, Brad doesn't oh, – and this is back to the balloons – Brad doesn't need balloons to show his respect and that he does it with some of his writing and he does it with um, being fully connected to his past and his ancestors. So I thought that was uh, interesting. One of the figures that I was really curious to see it was my father. Um, he was a Marine, uh, spent uh, 21 years serving this country, and uh, he was a Marine's Marine. Um, loved the Marine Corps. Loved everything about it. I couldn't even call him on his own birthday. I'd have to call him uh, on November 10th when it was the Marine Corps' birthday and tell him happy birthday. That's how invested uh, he was in being a Marine. But uh, he mentioned a man's haircut, which is funny because, of course, being in the military or being in the Marine Corps, you've got the short 
haircut, kind of a high and tight haircut. And that's the, that's a kind of that, that's a style that I will wear uh, from time to time. And uh, he was he was basically saying I'm laying claim to that haircut. In other words, you know, I grew up as a military brat. I grew up in the Marine Corps, and so seeing everyone with that haircut or with that style, um, you know, is something that was natural for me to have as well. And of course, being uh, part of the Air Force and the Air National Guard here in Oklahoma, that was uh, an, an obvious haircut for me. So he was taking credit for it, basically saying, I, I brought him up right and uh, that uh, he wanted to say hello and he took, took credit for my haircut. Uh, something else that was brought up, and we believe it's connected to my father, was uh, waking up early, which is something that that I do uh, do. Uh, I don't do it every day, but there are days when I'm up and it's pretty early. And um, he acknowledged that because he was an early riser as well. And he and and he, she was shown a daisy, which is funny because when my father was alive, he would always tell me things like. Hey, when I die, don't worry about me. I'll be dead. You just worry about getting my stuff. Or you just worry about taking care of this. Um, I'll be pushing up daisies. So there's there's no sense in worrying about me at that point. You just go take care of business. And so bringing up the daisy definitely was a connection to him. And uh, pushing up daisies is something that he said uh, very often. Um, she also brought up someone being very connected to their son. And for the uh, hardcore Marine uh, axe murderer, uh, just, you know, hard charging guy that he was, he was very, very connected to me. And uh, we shared a very special uh, bond over the years while he was here with us. Um, so so that was that, that was great. Um, that, that was very good. Uh, I try to have the same connection with my son. So uh, she brought up June, the month of June, which is which is great. It is a very special month in our family. It's not because it's my birthday, but our youngest daughter, it's her birthday. It's also the birthday of my mother. And so there's three of us kind of lumped into the month of June. So it is a very, very special month. And it's Father's Day, which is something that um, we were just talking about my dad and him coming through. And so uh, Father's Day was uh, was was a special day as well. Um, she had multiple people, uh, spirits, um, trying to come through at this point, and she mentioned that there was a third connection in the home. It was a God given connection. Uh, we went back to our son's twin on that. Um, we thought that was important. Now. Over the years, when we were much younger, she did have, my wife did have a couple of miscarriages before we had our son. And so it could be that, um, it, you know, it could very well be, we don't know, but we thought it was very interesting and in that there was other people, uh, you know, a third connection, so to speak, a God-given connection, as she put it. Um, we thought that was very, very special. Um, something else that came through were airplanes. And this is interesting because my wife's father worked for American Airlines, and subsequently uh, I worked for American Airlines. So, and I was in the Air Force. So there's a there's an airplane connection for sure. 
And uh, she said that the person with this connection watches over the family. Um, and that, you know, would be her dad. And I could see him always being concerned for us and our well-being. Said he had a brain to fix things, uh, see a problem, can fix it, uh, which also describes our son, um, who is very mechanical, can see things and fix them. Um, and he brought up windshields and wheels, which he always seemed to be having trouble with his wheels or his tires or getting a chip in his windshield. Uh, he drove a Jeep, and so you know those things are notorious for flat windshields and getting chips or getting uh, stuff in their tires. And it seemed like every time they would take a trip to Colorado, he was plugging a tire in the middle of nowhere somewhere on a mountain. So that was definitely uh, interesting there. Uh, she brought up uh, fruits and vegetables, and uh, this goes back to being in the kitchen. And it was interesting because um, the spirit said that they took pride in my wife being in the kitchen and, and canning which my something my wife started a few years ago uh, really enjoys, and uh, the point was is that when she's doing that, uh, her, her her mind and her and her spirit are really at peace uh, when she's doing that act that particular activity, and that's something that they pick up on the other side. Uh, she has a peaceful heart uh, in that moment when she's doing that that type of work, um, and they really like. Uh, the peace that she feels, they can feel that uh, it's a peaceful place that she goes to and she's providing for the family. And the spirit on the other side was saying, you know, in that moment, you're almost taken to another place. You're almost a different person. So I thought that was very, very interesting uh, for her. And then uh, sticking with uh, my wife, uh, at this point, um, Crystal asked us if we had any questions which was great and I think uh, I think I think we had three questions three or four questions we could ask and um, I wanted my wife to have the opportunity to ask the majority of those questions and so uh, she wanted to know if there was a mother figure there now her mother was the most recent person to pass and um What she saw was interesting. She saw a power tool and a gas mask and really had no language for that, which I thought was was very interesting. Now, think about that. A mother figure, and she sees a power tool and a gas mask. Now, my interpretation of that was, is, is Spirit on the other side trying to say, trying to identify something that they that they would connect with or that they would pick up on. And we're still figuring that one out. Um, and again, you know, Crystal has no control over this stuff. This is stuff that's just given to her. Uh, my mother is still alive. Um, and we are diving into that one deeper and deeper all the time. And... Uh, if we get in the car and we're driving somewhere, going out to eat or whatever, we 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 bring it up and try to figure it out. So we're still we're still working on that one, but it was very interesting. And then the next question was, um, is there someone who can come to me in my dreams, and and why aren't I dreaming more about them? And 
the answer was very, very interesting. He said, you know, um, if they come to you in the dream, they might come to you in different ways. Uh, for example, an owl was brought up, um, and that could just mean dad or it could mean something else. But uh, one thing that she mentioned was that there were parental figures who were expressing to Crystal through through imagery, a silhouette of a person alone, um, being lightheaded, um, some, some, some different things. Uh, but one of the things that they wanted to acknowledge was that they felt they could have done better. And this was very poignant for my wife because um, for as good of uh, – people that they were, her parents struggled at times with being parents, and they acknowledged that they wished they had done better, uh, wished they were more wise as parents, and they just didn't know. They just simply didn't know how to handle certain situations, and so because of that, um, you know, the kids are the ones that kind of pay the price for it, and I thought that was very interesting because... I don't think alive uh, they would have ever ever said that, but uh, having passed over, it was an opportunity for them to come forward and say, "Yeah, we we definitely could have could have been better at this." Um, and then she then my wife wanted to know, and this is something that a lot of us, you know, we spend a lifetime trying to do, and that is, did I make my parents proud, or do I make my parents proud? And um the the answer wasn't as clear as a yes or a no uh the answer was basically we're 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 happy we're we're, we're proud of what you're doing and um one of the things that they showed to validate who this was that was saying it was when someone passed was there maybe you know like a little bubbly uh bubbling spit um around the around the mouth and her dad passed that way and so we were getting validation that uh that's who was there and who was answering uh Katina's questions for her my wife's questions and so uh that that definitely made a difference um in uh being able to understand <clears throat> I'm sorry being able to understand who was coming through with those answers and so it was really comforting uh, for her to hear some of those things. And, um, you know, you always want to hear from your parents. Um, so I had an opportunity to ask one question. And one of my uh, grandfathers, who was actually a step-grandfather, but um, I've known him, I know him from birth, and he was just as much a grandfather as anyone else. And I wanted to know if um, there was an older gentleman, older figure, who was coming through from from my side, and if there was any um, distinctive things about him that she could share with me, and um, he was a he was a farmer in Texas. He he wore a resist all hat. He chewed a cigar all day and smoked cigars at night. Um, he wore boots and pearl snap shirts, and uh, he was a typical Texas cowboy who had a ranch and uh, ran cattle and all that good stuff. And so I figured there were plenty of things that 
uh, he could show her, show Crystal, to validate his presence uh, because uh, I feel like um, he would know that uh, he has a special place uh, in in my heart for me. And she came up with the color green and a spider. And I thought, a green spider? I... <laughs> I I don't have any idea what that really means. Um and then I thought green, green. So, you know, he was on a ranch. Is it a green pasture because before they would cut hay or before they would mow, it was just as green as could be. Um is it that? Did he have a green truck? I don't remember. And then spider hit me because she's like, "Yeah, I see a spider making a web." And I thought good grief you know this is this one probably hit me just as hard as any of them um maybe harder because it was my question that i was asking crystal to find me an answer for to get an answer for and uh amazingly um this came through and uh that gentleman's name was tommy webb and so the spider Making the web, to me, was validation. Webb um, is his last name. And so I thought that was just uh, just amazing. I wrote it down immediately once um, she said she sees the spider making the web. It obviously triggered that last name in my brain. And uh, I was able to uh, validate and understand that in that moment, uh, we were communicating with um, one of my loved ones who had passed. And uh, someone who had been very special to me in my life. So um, I encourage anyone who wants uh, a reading from Crystal Miles to to give her a uh, – shoot her a message. Go to her website, uh, Crystal. And then again, you got to spell it right. Um, it's C-H-R-I-S-T-E-L. Last name is Miles, M-I-L-E-S, crystalmiles.com. She is uh, in Oklahoma. Uh, you can look her up, and she's got some great testimonials on there as well. Uh, you won't be you won't be let down. Um, but take notes. That's the most important thing that I can tell you, other than uh, setting your appointment. Take notes because you're going to want to look these notes over multiple times. You're going to want to talk to them. You're going to uh, talk about them. You're going to want to make uh, notes after the fact as well. I've done that. Uh, throughout, I just leave the notebook open on the desk, and when I think of something, I write it down. But you definitely want to take the time to talk to Crystal Miles. She's an intuitive medium right here in Oklahoma. She's gone full-time with this now. Uh, she worked in the medical field for many years and is now devoting uh, more time in her life to being able to bring these readings to uh, members of the public and uh, you don't have to call a 1-800 number. You don't have to travel to New York or L.A. Uh, you can get it right here in Oklahoma. And she is uh, quickly becoming an Oklahoma treasure, in my opinion. And uh, I can't wait to set up another appointment with her very soon. And, of course, when we do that, we'll bring you uh, the results. So that's going to do it for tonight's show. I appreciate everybody stopping by. Like I said, keep checking back with us on the Facebook page. We're going to release a schedule of some uh, 
people we have coming up that we're going to interview and talk to. Again, we're going to catch up with Mindy Toutfest at some time. She is the uh, the the Oklahoma MUFON chapter uh, lead, and and we definitely want to talk to her about what's going on in the world of uh, ufology and uh, what's going on with UFO sightings in Oklahoma, at least the ones that she can currently report on. And, of course, all the other good stuff, uh, the Bigfoot sightings, the octopus in the Oklahoma lakes, which if you saw the post, go check that out. It's real, people. I'm telling you, it's real. And that was just a baby. That was just a little offspring that they caught. Uh, Haunted Oklahoma. We're going to talk more about ghost stories and, and hauntings that are going on in different places around Oklahoma. Guthrie becoming a hotbed. Well, it already was, but there's more stuff going on there. And uh, an a new uh, uh, guest that we're going to have on talk about some Native American lore and culture here in Oklahoma. I've been able to immerse myself in some things recently, and I think it's important that we get into that because we share this land with uh, the first first Americans, with the first Natives who were here, and we definitely want to acknowledge them and uh, what they contribute uh, to our society here in Oklahoma. So, again, thank you to Bent Wrench Media as our sponsor tonight go check them out on facebook give them a like and if your mom or pop store if your company uh if it's a fortune 500 company or if it's the small uh little gas station in the middle of nowhere and you want a commercial that you can put online or run on tv uh look these guys up they will take care of you they can do everything and if you're a budding artist musician and you want a video that you can throw up on youtube these uh bent rich media are the people to go talk to so again, thank you everyone. Uh, thank you to all near nearly 7,000 followers now. And we're going to keep the schedule rolling through 2022. Uh, and uh, if you got questions, comments, please add them to the thread. Be sure and share everything that we've got. Uh, let's get up to 10,000 followers this year. And uh, let's keep this train rolling. So I appreciate everybody stopping in. Thank you to Crystal Miles. CrystalMiles.com. Go, go, go check out her website. Thank you to her and all the work that she is doing. And uh, thank you to you for stopping by and sharing a moment. We'll talk to you soon.